Welcome to episode 121 of Wing Sauce. Wing Sauce and Old City Sports Network are brought to you by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. That's B-O-D-Y-C-H-E-K wellness.com. Use promo code OCS in all caps for 25% off your hemp-derived CBD oils, functional mushroom blends, and edibles for you and your dogs. <sighs> Gentlemen, well, I am back. Woohoo. Feels like I'm a guest though. Doesn't you are. I, I, I had like a little bit of nervousness. You are a guest now. to this one. Connor so and I took over the show. Yeah. That's why that, that, that's why I know it's tanking. Yeah, right. That's why it's better than ever. <laughs> and more listeners, it's actually quadrupled since you've left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, thank God. His uh, uh, I, po- post the numbers, please. Post the- <laughs> hold on one second. <laughs> Well, tell us, Tyler, how have, you, how have you been? Great. Um, actually, so so for those of you who don't know, the last time that we recorded, I actually had all of my shit ready, like ready to go. But uh, my computer just decided, you know what? Today's my day off. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to do be, this. To be fair, his computer's from fucking 2009 when he went to fucking college or high a school. a lot of days off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not that old. Come on, Dustin. Okay, well, that's I'm not, all I'm not in my 30s yet. Mm, fuck off. Um, well, needless cool. to say, it's fucking old. It's old yeah. computer. Glad he's here, though. It's definitely um, from like 2013, though. Funny, funny enough. Funny enough. So we did try to do a live show la- uh, a couple weeks ago, and so since we couldn't get Tyler on the live show, we're like, hey, let's go to Zoom. Well, that didn't work either. That didn't work either. No. <laughs> so, so if you notice, it was just Connor and I for a second time. Nothing would um, work. <laughs> yeah, nothing would work. He did. He did tell us he threw his laptop in the lake. It seems it didn't happen. That's good. Well, um, I, I think I think it did work. I think this oh. thing's waterproof. Is that he did? He threw it in the lake, and it's like, oh shit! No, <laughs> it just keeps like coming back. It's like one of those like cleansed dark, it. dark objects. <laughs> you, throw it, you drop it in the ocean, and just like on your desk the next day. Yeah, yeah. what, what the hell? Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking it, of what the hell, let's talk about that fucking uh, Matthew Kachuk trade. Yes. Oh my. Well, there's God. a lot. There's a lot of trades that. I don't know. Is that that the, one's that one's I think that's a big what the hell though, right? We, so we have oh, the Red Wings just, free agency to talk about too. We do, we do. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that's that was just there's a, a lot uh, on the docket. Hold on, let's lot, start let's start up. let's start with the craziest thing first. Kachuk <laughs> went to the Florida Panthers for Huberto, uh Uyghur, Schwint, and a first round pick in twenty twenty five. Mind is that you, bigger than is that bigger than Gaudreau? Maybe I was like, well, like Malkin, so, like leaving, or I want to talk about that because I think that's probably like a top five biggest thing. But I am more blown away that this is like the biggest thing on Dustin's. I just think it is like, just radar. because of, I, I just think it is because maybe it's like recency bias too. Yeah, uh, yes, hundred percent, Connor. It's it's the freshest thing, right? But yeah. uh, to be fair, though, it's just one of those things. Like you know, Huberto last season, I feel like had a. I, I don't know the numbers, but I feel like had a comparable or just as good of a season as Kachuk. He um, was second second most points in the league. Okay, so case in point, right? Quality season, and you're taking Kachuk, giving away Huberto and Uyghur, who was I feel like was a good defenseman last year. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, what are you doing? I mean, I don't know where that. I mean, Kachuk is a unbelievable player. Absolutely, I, I love. He's the type of player that I would want on my team. Um, that's a, that's a player that you can like kind of build a team around. He's he's almost like a uh, he's a better Bertuzzi if that makes sense. He yep. can do all he can do all the things. He's gritty, Bertuzzi, a fighter. Yep. Yeah, can do all the things Bertuzzi can, but he's just like a little bit better in each one of those categories. 
which is a really good player to, and like in some categories, he's, he's actually a lot better, but like overall, yeah. And that's like primarily just the offensive talent, I think is where that, that where he's better, where he's just better on. But bottom line is like, you want to have that guy on your team. Um, That's unbelievable. I am super surprised. So it's awesome if you're a Florida fan, but then you look up what they gave up and I'm like, Holy shit, this is, (laughs) that's a ton. I cannot believe that. So when you, I think you asked us, Dustin, who, who won that trade that I was thinking that too. I don't think we'll ever like really know until it's, you know, a couple of years from now when the, the teams are, uh, are where they're at, but man, Florida gave up a whole bunch for, uh, for Chuck. And I don't know if I would have done the same thing. Actually, I mean, I know, I know I would not have done the same thing. So not, not, not after that, not only after, you know, picking up Kachuk, they signed him to an eight year, nine and a half million AAV contract. I mean, they, they, they put it all in on, on Kachuk there. That's he, they put it in saying he's going to be with them hopefully for eight years. Uh, we'll see how that pans out. But that's just I don't. Know. All I can say is Florida, you, you shit the bed last year, and I'm not sure what you're doing in the off season. But I guess time will tell. Like Tom said. So I, I I need I needed to uh, correct something. I misspoke. He wasn't second in the league last year, but I know that he. Um, it was good. It was Goudreau last year that was number or yeah number two. But either yeah. way, I I tried to find it, but. I wanted to further this point. I sent this to you guys, um, sent this to you guys yesterday. Um, this is from the Hockey Collective on Instagram. Um, for Matthew Kachuk and 20 games of Claude Giroux and Ben Sherratt, the Florida Panthers traded away. Jonathan Huberdeau, Mackenzie Weger, former top 10 pick Owen Tippett, first round pick in 23, first round pick in 24, first round pick in 25, third round pick and 24 and two prospects. Yeah. I mean, if they don't win by 2024, 2025, and then if they don't want to stay in the cup in the next three years, then they're in a world of pain. Yeah. Uyghur's a top through. 10 defenseman too. Like that hurts to, to trade that guy away. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's, that's tough. Yeah. I, I, I was, yeah. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, I was telling Dustin yesterday, I think he's a top four defenseman on any, on any team. Yeah, Weger. No, yeah. you're probably yeah, right. Weger. I mean, he I was a top disagree. four defenseman. He was top four defenseman for them, and they were on one of the best teams in the league. So, right, hundred percent. Um, I think he was their top pairing. <clears throat> yeah. So, I so, so I sent you guys um, that signing for Kachuk, and then I sent you that signing for Kyler Murray. It's it it's something that's crazy to me if you're looking at the difference in sports and contracts, right? Five years, two hundred and thirty point five million dollars. That's one hundred and sixty million of that's guaranteed. And it's like, could you imagine if sign and well, first off, you couldn't. There's not enough cap space for that shit. But could you imagine if, if there was enough cap space to sign players like that to those huge freaking deals in the NHL? Dude, what he's getting paid per year, Kyler Murray, is like what some people get in their entire career at at the NHL level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's like what forty six point five. Forty six point one is what it works out to be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> stupid. That's some people's deals for like five years, six years. Yeah, yeah, no, or or like their whole career, like Tyler was saying. I right. Mean, you have a you have a decent defenseman or forward. They're making one to three a year for. I mean, yeah, it's not that. I mean, three yeah. million a year isn't that unheard of for a good defenseman or a decent defenseman, you know. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. You know, I feel like they kind of caught up to, for me anyway. There was a lot of baseball players that were getting paid just ridiculous numbers. 
And Speaking I was of baseball, getting, 28 hmm. to three, the freaking uh, Toronto versus Boston. Holy shit. I thought Barstool 25. was pretty. Yeah. Well, either way, uh, I think Barstool was pretty funny when they chimed in and said like, oh yeah, um, the Red Sox just failed to get the ball in the end zone or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, True. Connor. Didn't good. mean to cut yeah, you off. Sorry, go ahead, Connor. Oh, no. No, I was just saying that pitchers have been getting paid an enormous amount for a while. And I was always surprised that that's like the, the, you know, the big guy in that league. And then NFL, like the king of kings, if we're talking leagues, they could just do whatever they want, um, that the quarterbacks aren't getting paid that. But now they clearly are. Over the past five years or whatever, I, you know what? Stafford kind of kicked it off. I feel like his, his contract. His 27. Hit, uh, yeah, it was like, uh, I think it was something f- uh, five years ago, Connor, five or six yeah. years ago, where he had 27 point. million or something like that per year. And uh, everyone's like, oh, there's no way. There's no way he's worth that much. And um, I listened to to Mike Valeni and he was like, are you kidding? What else are you guys going to give him? Like, (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, and then in three years, it's going to be because it's always the highest in the league. All these quarterbacks, if you're like a top 10 quarterback, top 12 quarterback, every time the contract goes up, you're just going to like, well, I want the most or I'll just go somewhere else. And they're like, well, we don't have a choice. I guess we have to give them the most that he will give them all of our money. Yeah. That's what's happening. Are there salary caps in NFL? Yeah. I, are there? Yeah. I'm, I have no idea. Now, I that don't you either. Said, now that you questioned, I, <laughs> I'm i like 99% sure. That... So what the fuck are they? Like a fucking a billion dollars? Well, well you, on, you have to understand. Up to, like they, like I, I, they make I know. so much money that they, ha- they have to Tyler, just go up. It's just like, Jesus Christ, when you're paying people fucking 100, <laughs> like $50 million a year, Times you know twelve players, you have a fifteen, a fifty million, a, a twelve million dollar here. Well, like well, that's that. the thing. That's the thing as well. Like the owners of an NHL, uh, the owners of an NHL franchise, as opposed to an an uh, an NFL franchise. Difference. The, the you you add in an extra zero. The cap is two hundred eight million for football. Two hundred eight million. Yeah, dude. So you're telling me that the quarterback's getting paid fifty mil or forty mil? And then 46. everyone else is 46 and everyone else is taking like what five mil. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of things that you can do. You have like a 50 man roster on football, right? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff you can do with that. Like whether it's front loaded, back loaded, if you oh, want like a signing yeah. bonus, that's just where the average that where the AAV comes to is like, if you take the years divided by the, the contract, that's what it would, but we don't know the details of what that cap hit is. It could be, I, I just doubt it unless they have. That's so wild doubt. to me, though. Like, holy shit, you're spending that much money. Yeah. Anywho, let's go back to hockey. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about the Detroit Red Wings transactions. Uh, we did sign Marco Casper to a three-year entry-level deer deal. Excuse me. Um, did we mention that Connor last time we we're on? I can't remember. No, I don't. Th- I don't, I don't think he signed it yet. When, when you guys about, like recorded. anything. I don't think so. I think we talked about just the fact that we just had the the draft. I think because it was two weeks ago. Two we didn't talk ago. about like free agency or anything. No, because no. it's been two weeks, guys. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So, so that that's why I was like, oh man, there's been like a, a bunch of crazy. I don't think we've talked about really. So we haven't, yeah. we haven't talked about anything. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So shit. We didn't. Okay. So you can't just yeah. jump into Casper. We got to go back to. Uh, so let's talk about uh, the let's talk about the Debrinket the whole the Debrinket shit. So. I honestly thought Iserman might have landed to Brinket, especially with just the what was at it. I know we talked about it briefly, but the reason I'm transitioning into that is because then, like, it was like a firestorm right after all those trades. It's like boom, 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 boom. 
like everything started opening up. Um, where do you guys want to start? Do you want to start with uh, Huso from St. Louis? We talked about that. I'm assuming, right? Um, I don't think we. I don't know if we talked about anything from like as far as free agency goes. Well, because when when was free agency? Well, Huso was the Vili Vili Huso was the first. He was before the the draft. Yep. So that we, was... we we may I, depending on the day we may. Oh, have. Oh, because like... was that a trade? Yeah. Yeah, we had okay. St. Louis for, that's, for a pick. I gotcha. So yeah, uh, July thirteenth was when everything opened up. So that was Wednesday. So yeah, yeah. it was Wednesday. So yeah, um, there. I mean, I, I just don't understand how Steve Eiserman is allowed to get on the phone with like anybody he wants to because if he's if he's getting on the phone with somebody, he's getting a deal. Yeah, it it's, should be it's illegal. Just, it's it's unfair. And I'm loving it. All, all, I'm all in, all in on it right now. Is there so? Is there any? So I think Connor and I were talking. Maybe not. Um, it might have been Joey. Um, but we were talking about essentially. Do you guys think that they made a, a real big impact? I'm not saying Sherrod or Perron aren't big players, but like, were, were those the big name signings that you guys were looking for, or? Do you feel like that's going to be like it's an acceptable thing because we got like two, you know, two like upper tier players, so it doesn't really have to be that you know the platinum player, if you will. I think that it, maybe not 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 necessarily big names, Dustin, but the right players to fit in with this group. Um, you know, Steve already said he's not going to mortgage our future for one guy. I mean, think about like. Kachuk is getting paid what eight and a half per year or something like that. Nine and a half per year at, at eight years or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there isn't anybody that Steve is willing to give away right now to get a type of player like that. We're not at that. We're not at that win caliber. So, but I think that we went from, you know, kind of a, a bottom of the barrel team, to a bubble team to make it to the wild card spot. I mean, that's got to be expectation for this season. Yeah, I, that that that's. I'm I'm saying it right now. You have you have a pretty good goalie tandem. Yeah. Well, uh, you were where, talking, I, so before though, Dustin, you were asking if those were. The, I don't know if those people that you mentioned were were what I was thinking, but I do think like getting out there and getting a guy like Andrew Cobb is yeah. is so like you, a hell of a move, and I think that is the a person that. You know, if, if you're going out there, you want to make a big signing. There are those other guys that I think were those are household names. Like people know them within the league. They're good players. But Andrew Kopp was one. He was one of the best second line centermen you, in the entire, you know, in free agency. Do you like him better than Trocheck? And and on that I same do. deal, the Trocheck yeah. deal was, I think, two years longer than the than the cop deal, if I'm not mistaken. About yeah, the what same. was the AAV same for Trocheck? They're both five. The yeah, yep. what was it like? What six, seven, five, or five, six, seven, five? So, uh, five, yeah, point, either, five point six, I think. But it, it was five one point, was six, a five-year, one was a seven-year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, no, I, I do. I think that I'd like the five years versus the seven uh, a lot better, actually. Would you take um, Procheck a five versus Cop a five? Um, I don't know. They're like they're very similar. If if Cop can play like how he did at the end of the last year in playoffs, and I'd like him more than than Trocek. I think okay. Trocek, you know his game. He's not. I don't think he's doing anything different than what I watched for the past couple of years, where I think Top's upside probably is is more <clears throat> more than Trocek, just from what he's proven. Trocek hasn't gone through stretches where he did what what Cop was doing mm-hmm. for 30, 40 games last year. 
Um, I really like that. And even when he doesn't do that, he's a really, really good uh, two-way centerman. Mm-hmm. But at the same at the same time, Trocek, I would say his offensive side is a little bit higher, just like his skill level watching him. Um, but Cop can still score and he does all that stuff. But I, I think that Cop is probably better 200 feet in your, you know, in your defensive zone. And honestly, we need that. We need that help in the, in the back end. So uh, I'm have to imagine that Iserman looked at both those players had the help around them to figure out which one they wanted. And, and looking at the AAV, he probably was in on Trocek too, and just trying to figure out which one was a better fit for the team. So I, I trust him. I would have been fine with either one, to be completely honest. I like Trocek a lot. Um, I and I like cop a lot. So, so uh, just on that, um, I, I wonder if any of the persuasion was, was leaning towards that. The fact that that cops, a home hometown kid, right? So Iserman can come in there. Hey, you want to play for your home team? You know, original six, blah, 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 blah. It's almost yeah. like a, it's almost like that, that it's such extra, an extra pitch. We'll say again. So easy. As, it's such an easy sales pitch. I mean, do you want to, yeah, do you want to play for the team that you rooted for your whole th- entire life? Yeah, or, like, like no. hey, remember those '90s Red Wings that you grew up idolizing? Do you want to mm-hmm. throw on that same sweater and have right. the same chance? Speaking of that, my... speaking of that, the Red Wings logo was voted the number one logo in the NHL. It's I mean, voted that every I'm single year. I'm like, because I, it's, it's fucking such, fire. Yeah, it it's is money every time. But I bet like part of it is he talks to he talks to him. And he's like, hey, we're gonna sign a five year deal. We're going to be Stanley Cup contender at mm-hmm. year four. Like by the end of your deal, you're going to win the Stanley Cup on your last year, and you're going to sign another big ticket because you're uh, a good centerman on a, on a Stanley Cup winning team. So he's got a big role being top six as well. So yeah. I think that that's what he wants. He was getting lost in like the Winnipeg lineup a little bit. I feel like with uh, Wheeler and Shifley, um, he, he was getting lost in that in that one, and then he got traded to uh, the Rangers. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he was kind of getting starting to get lost in that lineup as well. So I, I think that he finally is where he's supposed to be, has the role that he wants. And I'm excited to to see him in a, in the winged wheel. Well, um, he, he, we got we asked Eisenman, or I did specifically. I've been asking, <laughs> like I've been talking to him on the phone every single morning when I wake up. Um, no, I didn't want to lump you guys in here, but I, at the end of last year, I, I was just saying that we need we needed to go out there. We were at the point where this team is what it is. Like we've made some big steps. And I think we know there was a big separation between our top players and the players that are maybe not our top players. Um, Mm -hmm. We we were at the point where we drafted really well. We signed really well. We just needed to, to go out and pick some guys up like other teams have been doing. He did exactly what I wanted to do. He went for big guys, He went for big name guys and we landed some of them. Uh, we, this, this was, I haven't seen a, a free agency like this and I don't even know how long it's been, a, so. it's been a while, Connor, which makes me, you know, you know, lead on to, or to Tyler's comment about as far as being a bubble team, right? Iserman kind of sees that next level. He's kind of trying to build those pieces to get us to that next point. Um, what, one thing I still want to see, um, is, is a little bit more, of strength on our blue line, right? The Sherratt signing was good. Um, that's going to be very helpful for for Cider having that that uh, that D partner. That's going to be able. He's going to be able to rely on so he can play his game, which is a little bit more offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, not say, not saying that Cider is not a defensive uh, defensive player, but he does play a, a good offensive defensive game. Um, unlike Ronick, who doesn't play defense. Um, <laughs> on that, <Yep. laughs> but yeah, Mata. You got Mata. Mm-hmm. I think our top four is actually pretty good. And then 
Yeah. So I think that that's what the goal was, is to have a decent top four to kind of groom even the younger guys. Uh, I still think Jake Wallman's a good, he went into contract uh, arbitration recently, but I think that he's well, still Edmondson coming in soon. You that's have, the, yeah, that, so, that's so, my no, point. You have no, like uh, William Wallander and, and, and those and, guys and boys, so. I'm, I'm not discrediting that. I'm just saying, you know, for, for this season, um, it, it's, it's nice to see that we have two quality defensemen. I just want to see a good top four. Um, I don't know enough about Mata to, to make a comment on him. You know, I, I was kind of looking at his, his past games, it, it, you know, in, in like quick cl- uh, clips, he doesn't look terrible. Um, it, honestly, I just want to move Ronick. That's that's a spot that honestly that's is a sore subject with me. I don't feel like he fits in with what we're trying to do here. Personally, um, I, I'd like to see him get traded to a team that needs someone like him. I don't know who it does, but I'd rather yeah. I'd rather open that spot up for somebody else. That's that's more or less what I'm trying to get at here. As I feel like he takes us. Yeah, well, he he does, but I do. Mata is a it's like a. He's a household name too. I've used that that term earlier before, but like he he's been in the league, he's established. Like I, he's a guy that's when I'm, when he's on the ice, I'm not worried about it. Um, it's just he he's been playing the game for a while and he knows he knows what to do. So I like I go back to the top four being solid. I understand you on Heronic. I mean, whether they like him or they don't like him, whether they want to keep him for a trade piece because he can be useful in other teams. So maybe hold on to him until the deadline. So, I Connor, I, you know, we, we were talking about hypotheticals, you know, all of us, all three of us um, on that. So hypothetically, are we talking Cider, Sherratt, uh one and two D? And then who, who are we talking on that on that next? Uh, well, Mata and. Heronic, so, I'd imagine. Yeah, probably Heronic. I, I think I think that that actually I'd be interested to see that. That pairing. Um, yeah, yeah, because I think we have the, the only reason kind of- why. Yeah, I, I I think that you know we we've said this, we've all agreed on this multiple times. Heronic is such an offensive guy that you need somebody who's a stay-at-home defenseman to to kind of counteract everything. And, and that's Mata. So, but you need a better team yeah. too. Over hundred percent, you can't be yeah. a better, you can't be an offensive defenseman, which he is on a team that's like horrible. <laughs> so no, or, or has or has like Tyler said, has you don't have anybody stay at home, so you you know mm-hmm. you have yeah, two defensemen. Even if you have a defenseman, you need it's not even just about the defense. You need the forwards to be able to read the play. Yeah. You need so if he if let's say he goes down in the offensive zone, right? Uh, every single winger or forward knows that if defenseman's down, low, you, need to, you, you need to look at the blue line and someone needs to drop back or at least be in a position where you you can be the last man back. Mm-hmm. Who are you trusting on like the second, third, and fourth line to be that last forward back? That if it's a two on two, that two right. on two basically t- turns into a two on one because your team's not good enough. So. He can't. He can play his game, and he's getting all these minuses because he's getting a lot of points, and because that works out. But then he's getting all these minuses because the team's horrible, and he's just playing a stupid game. But mm-hmm. I'm not. I should. He shouldn't have to. I wouldn't want him to change his game so drastically where he's not the player that we want on the team. Uh, so I want him to keep doing all these things. The team just needs to be better around him. And if he still is is horrible in a in a defensive liability this upcoming year. Uh, and even if it's not, to be completely honest, like this year isn't the year. Like I- I'd be completely fine with trading him, or you know, not resigning him, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's just more or less what I was getting. At. I just feel like there's an opportunity to slot. You know, like Tyler said, you know, we have Evanson coming up, we have Wallander coming up because we we have those spots that you know that need to be open. Um, yeah, and there'll be Evanson is clearly not a bottom, you know, six type of guy. Uh, he, he, like he's a top four defenseman. 
and completely not. He, he probably at some point in his career, it's going to be him and Dider playing more that's, too. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. It's it's so and it's kind of that on that point, you know. So say say we see Edmonton, I, you know, I don't know because I'll say it right now. You know, like I said last year about Raymond, it's kind of hard to tell, you know, where they're going to be slotted at. Um, but that being said, so say he comes up, do we see Sherrod taking that second, that second, or is he always going to be on that top line? I, I don't know. I don't know much about Sherrod to to say whether or not he's he's a top two or just a top four guy. Um, but I'd say with the roster that we have right now, I, I yeah, he's he's definitely going to be on the top line. Um, but once Edvinson comes up and I mean, you, you so we, we never we never know, right? I mean, it, he, he could be right on the top line with Cider, but I'd be, I'd be I defense coming in being on the top line doesn't happen too very often. No, I'm not or saying right away. Often, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I I can see him starting off with an, a vet on the you know, being top four, mm-hmm. maybe on the second line, or even if you're like the getting 15 minutes ice time and you're the last two defensemen. So, so we'd all agree that 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 cider, you know, a he won the Calder Trophy, um, but also also that he's he's kind of like a a one off situation, right? Um, or do you feel like he's only put on that first line just because of the situation we were in last year? No, I think he earned that he earned that spot yeah. last year. I don't think he started. He wasn't starting off getting twenty three minutes ice no. time and and being on the top line in all these different uh, situations like, and the power play running the power play. Yeah, and I think that could happen with Edmondson too. It doesn't happen very often. That's why he won the 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 trophy, Calder Trophy. But it, you know, if you have another guy coming in, a huge guy, by the way, he's ginormous, and hit the same thing with Cider, six seven, something like that, and that could skate and handle the puck, which is just ridiculous. So if he can come in and show that he wants to be on the top line, I mean, they're not going to not do it just because of his age. Cider proved it, right? So he, they're just not going to start him there. They'll start him with a. A veteran guy who can, that's what yep yeah the, yep. yeah and, and i think we saw that last year right with with cider and de kaiser um that it, it was kind of you know de kaiser's supposed to help cider but that changed quickly um, I, I think that's what actually you know what thank you to danny de kaiser though because mm-hmm. if if <laughs> if nobody realized how shitty of a partner that cider was playing with and that he was an anchor like to his success the entire time, I don't think he would have gotten the like the unanimous Calder votes. <laughs> yeah, because the team was so bad, and he yeah. still did well. <laughs> I mean, that's that's essentially um, how it went it down. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we touched on cop. We touched on um, uh, we did, we missed. Uh, I uh, think Kobe. overall, o- overall though, if you look, if you take a look at the draft and free agency, and and you went to, I just actually said this too, like today is, I think it was like the 14th and he's like, our team is better than it was before. But, but even if you look at that in like a holistic level, every single, if you look at defensemen, you look at uh, goalies, you look at forwards, every single group got not just a little bit better. Even they got like much better. Uh, the team is basically going to be a new team. There's they hopped a, a couple levels up for sure. Immediately. Yeah. Mm. So I so, think that they, they, you know, Eisenman did what I wanted him to do. The goalies, I have a zero issue. I love the goalie pairing that we're that we're going to have coming up this year. The one-two punch, probably one of the better tandems in the entire league. Defensemen, we got some guys coming up, but even the signings make our top four pretty decent. And then forwards, there's a lot to be seen still with the forwards, but I really like the signing of your top six. So 
on the signings uh, for the first time, we're actually getting closer to, you know, cap space, uh, cap hit. Um, we still have $10 million um, in cap space. Um, That's crazy no. when you think about it though. So, but it? no, no, we have one, two, three, four, five, Unsigned. six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 12 players that we need to sign next year coming off the books. I'm not saying that we're going to sign them all, but there's 12 players that either we need to sign, move on, do something with um, some of them. Um, Larkin for uh, Significant drop off after that. Uh, Nadelkovich. Yeah. Nope. Nadelkovich. Um, we'll see. Trying, uh, yeah. But yeah. yeah, he'll probably get resigned. Yeah. I was just trying to look. So Mata, your guy that you just, that you like, he's, he's coming off the books. No, I've, I've been, uh, you're definitely not my guy. I think that he was a good, he was a good sign. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't mean like that. I was just, I, I was just saying you, you knew him. I, I didn't really recognize the name to be completely honest. Really? Yeah. Connor, I, Connor has every single Olimata jersey. Yeah. Probably, like probably does. Man. Back when he was um, Kiwi. <laughs> uh, he, has his, he has his first jock. <laughs> Real quick. What, yeah, he gave me his cup. Do we think Smith is making the is making the roster next year? I'd really like to see Smith somewhere slotted in. Oh, um, I would too, but I, I don't know if I see it. I know. I don't know. Dude, it's, we, Look at the depth, though. Dude, I that's, know. That's I, the thing. It's I a good just, problem to have, but it's I was also just, like, well, I was shit. just looking at that. I was just looking at that. So on left wing, we have Bertuzzi, uh, Kublik, Peron, Verana, Smith, and Ernie. To be fair, like, Ernie's, like, does, does Kublik take over Ernie's spot? That's, that's where I'm thinking. He's got to, right? I'm thinking we got Bertuzzi on that left wing, Bertuzzi, Peron. Ah, shit. Are you Peron. saying for second, for second yeah. line? Yeah, just like all yeah the, for sure. All, no, he's talking about all of the wingers in on the left side. Yeah, yeah, but what, where, where was Ernie slotted last year? Was he third line? Second. He was second. Yeah, no. Kubalik is for sure going to be slotted over him. Um. Uh, yeah, because well, Bertuzzi or Peron. We'll I'm saying that, that's the hard thing, right? For so the left. Have, do, so oh no, so, I, I thought you guys were talking about right wings. My bad, dude. This. Fucking Eisenman threw a wrench in this. We got to fit. Hold on. So we got Larkin as, as C1, right? Yeah. Larkin as C1. We got Raymond on the fucking right wing. And then we got. Bert. Bert? Or do we got Perron? I, I, I no. think it'll. I, Interchange? I it'll. Yeah, I'm not too worried about. like. Okay. So then we got second line. Cop. It depends when it, if the game's played in Canada or not. Part of it. And, and, uh, I'm not even joking. Like, no, you want, Connor, you're completely right. I, I I literally forgot about that. Like, do you okay. want do you want your for your first line to be jumbled up for ten games? Like, maybe it makes sense to just keep them on the second line and have the first line stay the same the entire time. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, all right, that's fair. So, say Perron's on first. So then we got Andrew Cop, Bertuzzi, and then who 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 are we throwing on the right wing? Um, Zadina. Who's this luff? I need to see like the new who's roster. A, who's this luff guy? Luffy. Ooh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh, he can. St- he can probably stay on the bench. Um. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I. I, I mean, I. I, I guess. Zadina. Yeah, so, Zadina is probably the. The only and one that we can go to right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Since we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten centers, some of those are going to play wing. Oh yeah. Um, well, I mean, it depends on who it is, but yeah. Uh, well, it depends on if some of those guys are are on your list that need to be resigned, then they probably won't be with the team. Yeah, right. some of the, like the lower tier guys, you know what I mean. Um, so 
I'm like Rasmussen is probably going to be a fourth line center. Do you think we're trading him? I I mean, Pew Suter has to be our our third line center. Are we re-signing Suter? He comes off the books next year. I would think so. I mean, he's he he's. I, I think that he he. Oh, Gagne is gone. Yeah, Gagne is gone. Um, I don't know. Like everyone, everyone thought that Pew Suter was supposed to be this like sharpshooter for us. Like, I, I mean. Maybe it's because the first game, his first NHL game, he scored a hat trick against the Wings, and everyone's like, "Ooh, we got this guy. That's awesome!" Right? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, he he played exactly the role that he was supposed to this year. Like he's he's not. Oh. Did you did you say Verona? By the way, no, yeah. Verona's probably going to be top top line. Now that I think about it. All right, so we're talking about trade. We got. Uh, what are your guys' odds on Kadri as far as? P- well, we, he's probably you know I was talking about the best. Like where he's going? Yeah, is, is he going to resign with Colorado? Because he's got he's got to be resigned, or he's got to they got to do something. The longer it goes, no, I I think that he won't end up back in Colorado. But does he end no, up in Detroit? So? No. Well, we just no. picked up Cop. He's a second line center. He's he like when I was talking about Cop being one of the best free agent uh, centers out there. There there was three. There was there's Kadri, Trocheck, and Cop. And I think Kadri was so up in the air. He's going to, he would be, he, Kadri was the best uh, out of those three by far. Okay. I was going to say, okay. I, I, I was trying to figure out where you're going with that. I was like, I think Kadri takes the, takes the helm on all, all of them as well. Yeah. Um, but he would probably be, he's going to require eight plus million, probably or at least seven and a half. I think he's a first line center on half the teams in the league. I don't even think Colorado has a cap space for that. To be completely honest, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if they do. Well, they they dumped, uh, didn't they dump Kemper? So that kind of helps a little bit, but still, yeah, it's yeah. not not going to be enough. They have that, three million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm I'm not sure that uh, they got three million dollars and, uh, and they got to sign McKenna next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it will. Kadri basically took him to the playoffs for the first half of the season with yeah. all the injuries that they had, they were only in the running because he was carrying the team completely on his back. And there was injuries in the back half of the year too. And I don't think he had a bad stretch. He just was on fire the entire time. Dustin, so, can you, can you pull up like, uh, do you have um, like the list of the teams that are, uh, and, and they're like how they're doing with cap. Right uh, now? Yeah, I can pull that up because that's going to be obviously a huge determining factor of where he's going, who can afford him one. To is he going to? It, it's going to be a team that's probably going to be a bubble team. It's not going to be a team that uh, already is in a total rebuild. So, Anaheim, Arizona, Buffalo, Ottawa, uh, Dallas, Chicago. This is from most to, to yep. least. Yep, okay. they all have 10, 10 million or higher. Anaheim ain't going 30. to Chicago. Anaheim has thirty. <laughs> Calgary should be in the running. That's, uh, where, that's who they need. Calgary's got nine mil, Connor. Oh, could you imagine how how incredible but that, would that be good... team would look with Uyghur, Huberto, and Kadri? I mean, that would be a playoff team at that point. If they could, if they could swing that, then then the Kachuk moving on wouldn't be as as surprising to me, right? Well, they, and, okay. they they completely won off season. Say again, Tyler. Yeah. I said they they would have completely won off season because they oh. they needed guys to step in. Like in the departures of Goudreau and, and Kachuk, like Connor was saying, but this lineup, Johnny Hockey, 
That's what I that that was what I said when they were, you talked about the crazy stuff. Johnny Hockey. That's why I was Holy so blown shit. away. <laughs> okay, I guess that one's kind of crazy. So, um, that was for nothing, right? That was just a fucking pickup. He took He's a less money. He just, it, it was just a pickup, though. Was, yeah. Uh, Calgary yeah, got nothing. Yeah. Calgary got nothing, and, and he signed for what? They offered him. He said no. Yeah. I mean. I... And and people, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, is it Daryl Sutter? Is it <laughs> That's ownership? What like, what, what's going on in Calgary, man? I don't know. Yeah. But like at the same, you're time, also you're, in Alberta. So yeah, when you're in Alberta, you're you're playing in Canada. You have crazy fans. You like it, it's you're under awesome. a microscope. You're under yeah. a microscope, and for yeah. Gaudreau, it's sweet because you're playing unreal. You have 40 goals last season, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So there's not there's not any worry. But that could f- super quickly if he has a couple bad games to start the season next year. The t- the fan base hates him. Um, but to go out somewhere else, you test first of all. You test free agency. That's a cool thing for people to do when, you know, if you're that good and you have all these teams wanting you, that's pretty sweet to do that. Uh, I heard that he wasn't a fan of doing it, but whatever. And uh, and then you go to a place that you want to go to. You should, at that point, be able to choose where you want to live. And going to Columbus is, I mean, apparently he wanted to do it. He talked to a bunch of guys, I guess, that were in the league, and uh, they all love the area, and he's going to be there. He's going to be there for a while, and he's going to be making a shit ton of money. So, so good for him. So one of the viewers said, just resigned there, too. Calgary yeah. offered uh, Johnny Gaudreau 11 mil for eight years. He ended up taking uh, nine and a half mil for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven years at 9.75. Excuse me. Yeah. I, I'm, it, it was a little bit of a head scratcher, especially uh, wasn't he? The ta- the, ta- the taxes in, in Canada are different. Oh, no, I, I know that, but I'm just saying, oh, even. Thanks, he, he, he no, I'm just a, saying uh, he's probably taking it at a one and a half million. It's like, that's getting yeah. taken so, no it's, oh, it's a huge it's probably, factor for sure it's probably just the the same amount if not better who knows that's, what it is that, that's a fair that's a fair i uh a fair thing connor did you see the meme someone's like you're going to co- yeah i, I said yeah. that to you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're yes. going to call i'll take it columbus <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh hey speaking of that the line a just re-inked a deal um for some amount of time uh so that's going to be interesting seeing them two play four years um with the blue jackets uh, he's got to pick it up he does so uh, yeah he was an interesting player so i mean i i, I never really thought got a cannon of a wrister he does he does but in winnipeg like when i Still watched him i was like connor's but right yeah, fair yeah. i mean you've seen it um Very but like I, I just didn't I, I don't think he's that like he's a great player don't get me wrong but it's like i don't know it's just he hasn't really done much like what have you done lately i guess but what are you trying for uh oh shit so i think we can't just talk about the Maybe it is a really, maybe it's a great deal. Uh, thirty-four. Let's call it thirty-five million for one, two, three, four years. Oh, that's eight point eight point seven mil a year. Line A signed that. Yeah. Wow. That yeah, that's more than I would have. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he's worth. I don't think he's worth it at that point. Yeah. Maybe they're just kind of going all in. Maybe I guess I don't know. When when you talk about worth it, all in for what? He hasn't proved. He hasn't proved anything, Dustin. Like that's what I'm saying. But he, uh, yeah. I, I, to Connor's point, I think they are trying to make a move to go all in for the Stanley Cup. They, uh, I mean, nobody leaves a Stanley Cup and be like, we're in a perfect situation for cap space. Like, the only way to win yeah. is if you are in a shit situation. And the only worse thing than doing that is not winning and being in a shit situa- situation. It's a that's, gamble. It's a gamble. You know, yeah, yeah you're, that's the you're... worst thing. So, Colorado, it paid off, but 
what we were just talking about. Like you can't just keep that going for years and years, but this was going to bite them in the ass at some point. It's been writing on the wall for however many years. And Toronto was in the same position. They went all in and now they're in kind of a shit Toronto, spot coming over the next five years. Toronto got, be in this Toronto got same. shitty because they drafted so well, right? They drafted so well. And then they had to sign these contracts to try to keep these players. They drafted that they overspent. I think that was the biggest issue. They had a couple of great draft years. All their ELCs ended relatively about the same time, and they signed these deals. Now they're just well, fucked. They definitely, yeah, overspend is is definitely the the main the the key word in there, Dustin. Because you know you have like uh, William Nylander. I don't know what he was getting paid seven something. Do you think he's worth that? I mean, no. he's he's playing on on lines no. with some of the best players in in the world, and you know. Let, let's see how he does. He's on a new team now, right? I, I forget who he went to. Or Did he? I believe so. My, my, <clears throat> my mind has been so jumbled lately. Your mind sucks, Tyler. He still yeah, plays for terrible. Toronto. Does yeah. he? Yeah. Well, they're <coughs> going to be in huge trouble. He will be playing somewhere else because when it comes to the people they have to resign, I guarantee he's, you he's not on, on top. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, oh, the Detroit Red Wings pretty much did a whole entire, like, entire coaching change. Um, yeah. From from oh, top to bottom. About that? No, I mean we talked about it. We talked about the coach. Um, he does look uh, like uh, Mr. Penguin. Um, yeah, and then Bob Bugner, who's like a special. He specializes with defense. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty pumped about that. Yeah. Um, is that the goalie coach, Connor? Uh, that is. Which one was the goalie coach. coach? Yeah, I think uh, it was just an assistant coach. The goalie sure. coach, um, I, I forget. Oh man, I forget who he worked with. But um, the the guy that we had previously, I don't know, was it uh, Alex Westland? By Alex the way, the goalie, goalie coach. I don't know enough about any of these coaches to really like form a oh, good opinion. Well, it's just real like, quick. Hey, hopefully, Asman did his homework. Yeah, Tampa got pissed. Trust that we took their head coach or their assistant coach, so they signed our old head coach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Little, just little swapping things back and forth. Yeah, yeah, same with St. Louis. We've just been a lot of. Oh yeah. Of, oh, speaking of, speaking of St. Louis, they did ink. Um, fuck. <laughs> what the hell's his name to a deal that came from the Red Wings? Oh my god. Uh, we traded it, him. It was Connor. In... Fuck you. <laughs> you know damn well who it is. <laughs> yes, you let's, do. Let you sit in this for well, a while. There's there's a there's a bunch I'll, of. Uh, I'll let you stew on it. He says. There, there's a bunch of uh, ex Red Wings that are on. St. Louis, and then the, there's a bunch of ex-blues that are on the Red Wings. He was je- he was defenseman. I'm pretty sure. Mm, I don't know. Go on. I hate you guys. I hate both of you. Well, it's early in the morning. I only have one cup of coffee in me. Oh, so well, the good news is, let's talk a little golf, because I did go golfing this morning, and uh only got nine holes in. But I'm going to try to go before it gets rainy outside. Can someone look up what Dustin's talking about? Because I I am going to lose my – I'll do it. I'm looking we'll it up right hockey, now. Though. I'm looking up right Her, now. Golf. Well, well <laughs> Letty. 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 Yeah, when you guys finally get to the point where you need an answer, I'll give it to you. But. Oh, my God. <laughs> like you weren't typing it. Yeah, Connor's over there. These are my hands it. right here. <laughs> yeah, right. They were right here. Oh my like, god! You know where my hands are, Tyler. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, golf. So I shot a forty-four this morning. Nice. Tyler's getting yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, speaking of golf, though, if anyone lives in Michigan, do not go to Crooked Creek Golf Course. I'm just throwing that out there. 
Mm. Terrible, terrible golf course. Long story short, had a 7 a.m. tee time, rolled up at, you know, or 7.30 tee time, excuse me, rolled up at 7 a.m. There's another truck parked in front of the gate because the gates were locked. So, you know, I go get some breakfast, come back. The gate's still locked. It's now like, you know, 7.15. So I'm like, oh, let me... let me. Did you already mention you had to drive an hour? Oh, no, I didn't say that yet. Um, it's technically only 45 minutes. No, no, no. You got to round up, though. That, that, that's so, what I thought, too. That's what I thought, yeah. too, right? So I drove an hour. Gas and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I had to go get <laughs> yeah. gas Getting and all that. So like, yeah, exactly. So an hour... Hour and a half. So I get we'll there. <laughs> I, messaged, I messaged them on Facebook, which they're at. To be fair, they're super quick on Facebook. And like, hey, call the clubhouse. I'm like, yo, no one's at the clubhouse. I had to call it, it just rings um and then i walk over to the truck and i was like hey what they say to you like same thing no one's no one's answering i'm like what the hell so <clears throat> long story short i'm like hey have the have the owner call me just so we can kind of go over this i just want to talk to him you know whatever no one ever calls so i leave a review on google you know pretty much just detailing like hey you know i had a 730 tea time no one was there you guys told me to call the clubhouse uh again no one's there um, you mentioned that the owner might've been on the property doing some coursework, which just made me more pissed because it's like, then why is he not answering the phone or have the gates open? Anywho, the main reason for all of this is because the weatherman said it was supposed to rain yesterday. It mm. did not rain yesterday. Um, and even if it did rain, my, my thing is, you know, you have a business, so I'd expect you to go in to the clubhouse and answer a phone call saying, Hey, you know, it's raining we're having a delayed start because some people live an hour away, two hours away, you know, and they're driving to go play golf with somebody or, you know, meeting somebody over there. So it's not like they know the weather. Um, but either say that the owner replied back with a nice little snarky comment, um, pretty much acting like, uh, it, it, it's his protocol not to show up, uh, when it rains and fuck you pretty much. What? So do you, do you have, uh, exactly what he said? You don't have to do the whole thing, but like, just, just basically, the, the, the snarkiness, like Dustin was mentioning. It's just like you're a business owner. You can't, you can't even say, like, "Hey, we Dustin, apologize for this." Let's be yeah. fair about this. Tell people about the weather. People, tell people that the weather people said very bad thunderstorm coming and radar were showing red all night. Even at six a.m. today, they were showing eight eight thirty big storm coming. Sorry for your delay, but seven a.m. tea time guys played. We just wanted to be safe and big capital letters about it. And if it takes you giving us a one star, I'll take it rather be safe than sorry. We follow a list of protocols rather we follow a list of protocol that we to follow. Legacy is a good course. Glad you're able to golf today. Thanks, Brian. And it's like, wow. Um, again, all I'm asking is to just have somebody at the clubhouse. So when I call, you can tell me, Hey, we're having a delayed start today or Hey, we're not open instead of letting me make a tea time and then not showing up and then but acting even- like I'm the bad guy. Even even a sign saying like like uh, you know you can call this call this number for like answers to your questions about or, or something of, or some type of way that hear me out the owner should have relayed the message to the Facebook team and said hey mm-hmm. we're having a delayed start this morning because it's possibly going to be a weather delay instead of yeah. being like I don't know I guarantee you like, that owner is like. There's no Facebook team that owner is putting comments out there. He could have just easily gone on the Facebook. Oh. It's a, you know, like it's a golf course. I bet he just had the app and he just needs to like comment or like make a post on his phone. Be like, yep. hey, delayed. Yep. If you're if you're coming, it's going to be delayed a half hour until we get. There I mean, until the rain stops. I mean, he was quick enough to respond back to that review I left on Google. I'm talking within minutes. Right. Minutes. 
And it's like, oh, but you can't answer the phone. So needless to say, Crooked Creek and Ottawa Lake, I would save your money and just go down to Legacy, which is like 10 minutes down the road. Um, just, yeah, not worth it. Not worth your time. Not worth it. Um, Especially on a day where, where the uh, where there's clouds out, you know, because you never know. Rain can happen and that'll just cancel you around. Right. Speaking of <laughs> golf, though, on good terms, Tyler, you had a good round just recently. So did Connor. Both of you guys had some some quality well, rounds. <laughs> My good round is Connor's shitty round. <laughs> so I, I just like to throw that out there. But you had, you had a 46, um, though, didn't you? 45. <laughs> 45. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Well, I mean, and, and I was looking at this plus two to finish the last six. You're, yeah. you're, you're, start, you're starting off the first three holes was a little rough. I saw I think a little double, double, triple. Dude, yeah. Isn't it, the, okay. isn't it the worst? Like you start your round and you fucking get a double. You're like, should I just. Turn back around and just not play today. Is that what I mean? He, think about it. If you just bogeyed those three, then you're shooting like a forty-one. And like you're not you're not asking to par or do anything crazy. This, this, it's like this was this was in my head the whole time. I'm like, you know what? How many three I can't putts? be mad though. How many three putts, Tyler? Uh, one. <sighs> See, that's oh. that's good. If you can stay away that's from really three good. putts, yeah, that's really good. I try so, to average two putts under two putts. I'm happy. See that so. That wasn't the issue for the first three. The first three holes were like pretty like narrow and there there are a lot of uh a lot of trees and you know hit the five woods. So I, I had to uh, I, I can't hit my woods. I, I'm I'm not even kidding. I can't I need to figure out how to how to hit, hit hybrid if I do anything. Can't hit those either. Oh, um sure. I I had my my three hybrid like figured out and now it's back to like I'll hit it, but it's a worm burner. So what do you hit on those those tight those tight those tight fairways? Do you just hit a fucking driver and hope it stays center? Yeah. Oh, you're fucking you're, you're a ballsy motherfucker. I, Dude, I, my, I did my, that. My driver, <laughs> I I'm I'm most confident with my driver. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck you, Connor. I've seen you drive. <laughs> Con- Connor Connor yeah. does have Connor Connor is confident with his driver. I hey, to be fair though, I I I, I my slice has now turned into more of a fade. Yeah, that's there a good, you go. good ball movement that you yeah. want. Yeah. Oh, but, wait. No, no, go ahead. Finish no. your point. All I was going to say is this morning I had one good fucking putt from like 20 feet out roughly. And yeah, that's all. <laughs> so I, I wanted to tell you guys about this this last hole, the, the 320 par four that I got a birdie, my first birdie of the year. I don't even think I got one last year. Last year was a rough year for golf for me. Um, Anyway, so this last one, 320, it's not not a long par four by any means, right? So the thing is, it's it's like uh, I think 220. It's like 220 off the tee, and then you you uh, it's like a dog leg right. So you have you have a choice to make. You either hit it 220 to the middle and then lay up, or you can you can like cut it hug the tree line and yeah and, and bring it up uh, you know bring it around so i was like you know what i've been hitting my driver pretty well today um i definitely hit my driver over 220 so i'm i'm i don't want to you know fly the ball so yeah i decided to, to curve the the corner and i shot up at, after anthony and anthony decided to just go straight with it uh, he landed right in the middle of the two bunkers, which is like the perfect spot to be. And I was like, oh boy, how am I going to follow this up? <laughs> and it was, I, I honestly didn't even mean to do it. I wanted to curve it a little bit and it just ended up happening. 
And then I, I was probably, I don't know, maybe like 30 yards from, from the green and chip on put in for three. Are you a, all right, real quick, Connor, before you tell your story about golf, Tyler, are you a bump and run guy or a chip, more of a chip, like a little, little chip kind of person? You you've asked me this before. It, it depends on where I am. I'm I'm more same, comfortable with same a same lie, like right in front of the fa- right in front of the fairway. No, I know, but it it for me, if it's like if it's an uphill, yeah, I'd rather bump and run because okay. you have more momentum. But if it's downhill, I'd I'd rather do like a like a chip and have it like. Um, I like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it, Connor. Let's talk about your your best round of the season so far, right? No, no, I I. No, my better round was when I, a couple rounds ago at Thousand Oaks, I shot at 76, which was my best round. Okay. Um, but then, <laughs> so, well, that one I shot even on the back. So that was, that was my best nine I've ever had, like shooting even par. How'd that um, feel? Geez. Awesome. Any one, bogeys was, or straight, straight, straight par? One birdie, one bogey. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So I was just playing solid. Uh, yeah. This one, I, I shot 39, 39. Uh, this is this is on Thursday. I shot a seventy-eight. Um, started off the back nine with an eagle, like a tap-in eagle, which was awesome. Maybe not tap-in, but probably a three-foot eagle. So big close ball, to big, an big, albatross. Big balls over here. Yeah, yeah. So that that was like playing with the house's money at that point when I could start off the back nine with some strokes. Um, which hole, Connor? But yeah, ten. It was. It was yeah, right off it. Right off wow. like the driving range is like the halfway houses on the. the oh yeah, side going yeah, down. yeah. Okay. It's just super long. And you just fucking straight. smoke your drive. Drive and then actually I hit my drive a little bit too far where I can't hit my three wood after because I hit my three wood like two sixty uh-huh. and I was probably like two forty downhill a little bit but I I ended up grabbing it and I was like I don't know what to hit because that's two forty I hit my four iron two twenty five ish um, so I could have hit that and kind of just been close but I hit a light three wood and it was the like it was right on like, so yeah. I took maybe like a ninety percent swing. Either way, yeah, it was a really fun round. It was one of those where I, I didn't actually, I think the first three holes, I wasn't doing that great. I Well, maybe basically just the second hole, I got a double. And then after that, it was felt good. So, Hell yeah. Yeah, pretty solid. Playing uh, TPC Michigan on Wednesday. Hell nice. yeah. Nice. Nice. You'll have to let us know. But you, you're going to play golf right after this. So I know we're going to wrap up. I'm hopefully going to get out there if the weather stays. I would. Nah. You, got, you have a small window, Connor. Run. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Go. All right. Let's get the puck out of here. Uh, good live show. Thanks, everyone, for joining in. We'll see you next week. See All you. right. Bye.